Greetings, everybody, and welcome back to episode 27 of Extreme EvoCast, an all-purpose Pokemon podcast where we talk about news, trivia, and everything related to Pokemon. Uh, how are you guys doing? It has been two weeks, <laughs> as normal. Uh, but in that two weeks, there has been a few things that have been going on. Uh, specifically, if you're listening to this in the time in the on the day of release or any time near, uh, the COVID nineteen coronavirus uh, is threatening <laughs> the population, uh, and it is. It is scary. I hope that uh, that everyone who is uh, who is affected by this, whether it be directly or indirectly, or if you're just under quarantine, pretty much uh, like me, I hope that it is treating you well, and I hope that you have the necessary supplies and you're not too bored. Thankfully, uh, Animal Crossing comes out in a few days, so that should keep everyone nice and uh, busy <laughs> and distracted from whatever this is. Uh, but uh, you might notice that I sound a little bit different than normal. That is because I am home. Um, if you've been a follower of this podcast for a while, you would know that um, I flip-flop between college and uh, home because I'm in college <laughs> and I also live with my parents. Um, so I, you know, I sometimes go home. I sometimes come back uh, to go back to college for a while and I flip-flop. But uh, expect it to be um, just like this for the next pretty long time um, because of the coronavirus. I am stuck at home. Uh, I'm doing college online now. I am at home. That's it, <laughs> pretty much. Uh, so this is going to be the sort of room and setup that you're going to be familiar with for quite a long time. Um, so get acclimated with it because we're going to be here for a while uh, anyway. Uh, this episode is not going to be a traditional one uh, because of the whole um, virus going around. I would like to sort of use this episode as a a warning to anyone who might be affected by it, just um, to give out some, some warnings and relate that into Pokemon. You'll see what I mean later. Um, not like a new poison type Pokemon or something like that. You'll see. You'll see what I mean uh, later in the episode. Uh, but... For the time being, sit tight. I don't have a big topic planned for today. Um, it's just sort of I've been I've been all over the place because of school being online now, and going home and moving home and bringing all my things home and uh, you know all that kind of jazz. So I have not had a lot of time to prepare a topic for today. I was gonna do a review of uh, Pokemon heroes like i said i was gonna do a few episodes ago when latios was the pokemon of the week uh but i don't want to do two reviews twice in a twice you know twice in a row uh so i'll save that for next time so uh yeah so next episode expect a uh review sort of a uh like i'm gonna watch it <laughs> watch the movie pokemon heroes the latios and latios one and i'm gonna talk about it maybe it might not be like a super heavy review i don't want this i don't really want this podcast to be like a review podcast because like i've said i'm in no way a professional reviewer or a film enthusiast i just like pokemon and i like talking about it so it's more gonna be just like i say review in the titles and i say it like it's a review and i give my thoughts about it and i rate it but i've 
in no way are my reviews professional in any stretch of the imagination. So don't get that confused. Um, I'm in no, this is no, this is in no way a review podcast. This is just me, some girl in a room talking about Pokemon. And that's all I care about. Uh, anyway, uh, we're going to get onto a little bit of news for today before we go into the quote unquote main topic. Um, uh, and before I actually, before I do that, like I said, uh, this episode is not going to have a main topic. It's just going to be, uh, sort of a little thing you'll see later, like I said, so this episode might be a little shorter. Uh, every time I say the episode is going to be shorter, it ends up being longer than normal, so we'll see if that is a thing that happens today. Uh, anyway, speaking of the coronavirus, <laughs> that's going to be a common theme uh, for this episode of EvoCast, but uh, we will continue on. Anyway, um, the Abra Community Day that uh, was going to happen this weekend actually i believe let me look where is the abra community day oh it already went by well okay here's the catch it it would have gone by uh i didn't realize that this is so this is actually news to me i haven't been super following up with the pokemon twitter and stuff learning of these things because like i said it's been a rough couple of days uh but the Abra Community Day was supposed to happen on March 15th, um, but it is being postponed uh, for the time being because of the global health crisis. Uh, it, it's uh, Cerebi, thank you again to Cerebi, has said it has been confirmed that during the Community Day previously set for Sunday will be postponed due to the global health concerns. Uh, along with this, from now on until further notice, you can buy 30 incense for one coin. Have half incubator distance and get more gifts from Pokemon that spawn more frequently. I should buy those. I didn't realize that was a thing that was going on. I didn't read that when I uh, when I was recording for this when I was preparing for this episode. I'm gonna do that right now if you don't mind being a little unprofessional. Uh, I'm gonna buy myself some incense. <laughs> anyway, um, but um, I so like I assume this is gonna be a thing that that sort of happens uh when the community day was was planned or when, when it is going to happen because this is the thing they were planning on doing um when the community day was was there wow i'm looking at that you can literally buy 30 incense so one time only for one coin bot amazing that's their i guess that's their sort of um apology which i they didn't have to do that honestly i don't really i like it seems it sounds like they're apologizing i don't really think that they should be apologizing for you know keeping things safe uh i don't know if that's a huge deal uh but that is definitely certainly going to um that is certainly going to affect the pattern that we previously established for, for the community days uh it, it sucks it really sucks uh, the coronavirus is is messing up so many things I know that the pattern of community day things is not on the uh, mo utmost importance for what Corona is affecting, but it's still it's still there. Uh, but it does say that Niantic um, has announced a Pokemon Go community day on March fifteenth. <laughs> uh, not anymore. Uh, is focused on Abra. Um, there will be a special community day pass for special rewards. Investigating illusions will go live ahead of Ever Community Day. It costs 99 cents and provides rewards, including 13,000 Stardust, a Rocket Radar, Poffin, three Incense, and more. 
so I assume they're just going to drop that uh, when the Ava community comes out. I'm not sure how they're going to do that. Maybe they just won't do it. Um, I mean, it might just come out with it. I'm not sure. But uh, I believe that is the first time they are doing that. Unless I am an idiot and I'm mistaken. They did it last time. I don't remember uh, exactly. But even then, uh, it doesn't really matter. Uh, I assume it'll just come out during that time. Uh, anyway, speaking of Corona, like I said, that's going to be a very prominent feature in, in today's episode. Um, it has been confirmed that all Play Pokemon sanctioned events have been canceled until May 14th, 2020 across the globe. This includes all regional championships, special events, league challenges, league cups, premier challenges, mid-season showdowns, and pre-release tournaments. So... That sucks. <laughs> uh, it's safe to say that that sucks. Uh, like, Corona is affecting everything. It's even affecting this podcast because the things I talk about are being affected by Corona. And obviously, people's lives are being affected. You know, I'm not trying to say anything that that, that Pokemon is more important than this, but it is still affecting things. Uh, and it sucks. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, so no, no championships until the middle of May, which is really sad because I believe like a lot of world championships are coming up soon. I'm not a hundred percent sure, but from what I was reading, like first the, the European championships got canceled and then later they just announced that all of them are canceled. So that sucks. <laughs> uh, next on the radar, so, okay, I'd like to talk about Mystery Dungeon for a moment. Uh, Mystery Dungeon DX. I know that it's unlike me, if you've been following this podcast, to not talk about a game, especially uh, of caliber to Mystery Dungeon, but I don't have it. Uh, I have not amassed the funds in order to buy it, uh, but I there is somebody who's close to me who um, might be buying it for me soon so once i do get my hands on it i will talk about it i will discuss it uh i will talk about i will do a review i will put my thoughts into it i will talk about info i'll talk about updates but in order for my own sanity i don't want to talk about that right now because i don't have it uh i'm probably gonna stream it most likely uh so if you're interested in that i'm not sure i don't have any dates planned because i don't know what i'm getting it but you know shameless plug if you're interested in watching me play mystery dungeon dx for the first time i know i'm like two weeks late or however long it takes for me to get this game you can watch it on twitch.tv slash and you can also most likely check highlights of it uploaded who knows when on my youtube channel which is also called lilyseon uh yeah i do i do streams i do uh youtube videos uh, right now on my YouTube, I'm doing a, I'm uploading uh, videos for my Sword Nuzlocke that I streamed on the, the release day for uh, Pokemon Sword and Shield. I know it's been taking me a while, but like I upload them every other day or like every other other day. So, you know, it takes a while for episodes to come out. I think I'm on like episode 17 at the start of this, uh, at the recording of this time. I just finished rendering it like right before this episode. So I, you know, I'm on it. Uh, but yeah, anyway, if you, if you want to watch me do that, uh, eventually keep, keep out. Uh, you know, keep a lookout for it. I will stream Mystery Dungeon DX now that I'm home and I don't have to really worry about college all that much. Uh, it's very nice. Uh, I can stream much more. I can stream Mystery Dungeon when I can get my hands on it. I can put a lot of info. I'll probably do a whole episode dedicated to it and talk about, like, the information that has come out, uh, like, prior to my 
me getting it because I know there's like there's like new bosses and stuff. There's like uh, certain shiny Pokemon. There's like a lot of like there's a few changes from the original game. So I'd like to talk about that because I was a huge fan of uh, the the first Red, the first Mystery Dungeon game. So I'd like I definitely want to talk about it. And I definitely want to play it. I just haven't had my chance to get it, get my hands on it yet. So be patient with me if you're interested in how I feel. Uh, and like I said, you can watch me stream it once I acquire it on twitch.tv slash lilycion. Uh, next, there is a international championship. Uh, I know what you're thinking, but Lily, didn't they just cancel all international championships? Well, this one is online. <laughs> uh, this one is on, on Sword and Shield. Uh, this is the 2020 International Challenge for April. Uh, it is a double battle that runs VGC rules. Um... Registration is open from March 26th to April 9th. Battles are run from April 10th to April 12th. All players get a special casualty. More on that later. Uh, players from the Play Pokemon circuit can earn up to 50 CP towards their world's invite. Players wanting to earn CP need to connect their Nintendo account, blah, 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 blah. Uh, but yeah, so it's a championship. The reason why I really wanted to talk about this was because we've gotten some lore. So if you've played Sword and Shield, you know about Ball Guy, and you know the chaos that he has uh, wreaked havoc on or on the internet over the last few day, over the last few months, because after Sword and Shield's release, and we have a new contender in the ring. Uh, not only is there Ball Guy, who is you know sports the normal red and blue uh, Pokeball colors. Now we have Great Ball Guy, who is blue and sports the colors of a Great Ball. So are they are they brothers? Are they friends? Are they rivals? The world may never know. And I think that that's terrifying to me, if I'm being honest with you. I don't know how I feel about this, this new monster that Pokemon has created. I don't even know if Great Ball Guy has been a thing. I'm just hearing about this now, and I am surprised that I'm just hearing about this now. But, I mean, how could I not? Yeah, this is the first time that we've ever seen Great Ball Guy of the, for the April 2020 things. This, this, they've created a monster. And I don't know if they're ready for the consequences of that. I really don't. But yeah, uh, you can get a t-shirt sporting the new Great Ball Guy uh, for taking part in the 2020 International Challenge for April. Very, very fun. Uh, next up, new raids uh, are in Sword and Shield. Speaking of Sword and Shield, uh, Wild Area event has shifted in Pokemon Sword and Shield. You can now get uh, Gigantamax Snorlax is back, and you can also get uh, Gigantamax Machamp and Gigantamax Gengar. Which is exciting. Uh, well, uh, uh, with this, Toxicity, Grimmsnarl, Hatterene, who Serapy has spelt wrong, Hatteren, uh, Kingler, and Orbeetle have left the boosted rays, raids, and with this, the following Pokemon are added, Snorlax, Machamp, and Gengar. So, you can no longer get, to well, you can get them, but they're no longer boosted. Toxicity, Grimmsnarl, Hatterene, Kingler, and Orbeetle. So it's now, it's it's Machamp and Gengar's time in the spotlight, as well as a, a return of Snorlax, which is fun. Uh, Twilight Wings Episode 3 has come out, and I need you guys to do me a favor. If you are listening to this, okay, here here's my, here's my, my rule. Here is my challenge 
for you listeners of Extreme Evo Cast. If you are listening to this, uh, in between the time of or in between the dates of I open the calculator instead of the calendar. One second. <laughs> That's not how you okay. If you were if you are listening to this episode in between March eighteenth, release day, and April first of April Fool's Day. Please tell me you are listening to this right now. I I require you to go to my DMs, whether it be on Discord, on Twitter, at me on Twitter. I don't care. Tell me to watch Twilight Wings. Tell me to watch episodes one, two, and three right now. If it is in between that allotted time for you, because I want to watch it and I need the motivation to watch it. And I, I've put it off for too long. This I run a Pokemon podcast. I should be watching these. And there is no excuse to why I should not be watching these. So yeah, it so that is my that is my request of you. If you're listening to this in between the day that it has released up until the day of that it is or like, you know, the day before the next episode is released on April 1st or March 31st or whatever whatever it is, please just tell me right now to watch Twilight Wings. I don't care what time it is, just DM me. Tell me right now. <laughs> but yeah, uh Twilight Wings episode 3 is coming out and it is called Buddy and I will talk about it, hopefully, next episode. We'll see. I'm not sure. And last but not least, on the radar for news, uh, Pokemon Sword and Shield have gotten a update. Bringing the game to version 1.1.1. <laughs> uh, this update provides various undisclosed bug fixes, including one of which... That causes the game to crash if someone sends you a hacked Pokemon. We're currently working out on what fixes. So, uh, Cerebi will keep you updated. I will keep you updated, hopefully. If I remember, I'll talk about them next time. Uh, disclosing any bug fixes that may have been, that you know, that may be declo- disclosed and may be released, so I'm not sure. Uh, next, Pokemon Home has been updated to version 1.0.1, also fixing various undisclosed issues. Um, and Mystery Dungeon DX has been updated to 1.0.2, fixing an error that causes the game to have problems if you dismiss your po- po- if you dismiss Pokemon after your first two have fainted. So yeah, <laughs> apparently apparently there was uh, apparently there were some problems there with Mystery Dungeon. They've been fixed. Uh, bug fixes for Home and uh, Sword and Shield have been released. Anyway, before we move on to the quote-unquote topic of today's episode, uh, we have one of two segments to do. You know it well. It's everybody's favorite segment where we talk about a random Pokemon every episode, random Pokemon of the week, and episode 27's Pokemon on the chopping block is Blastoise, number nine, the shellfish Pokemon. You know him well. Uh, how do you if, you, if you call yourself a fan of Pokemon, you know who Blastoise is. You know who Charizard is. Maybe you know who Venusaur is. I don't know. You definitely know who Squirtle is. And if you don't know who Blastoise is, then are you really a real Pokemon fan? I don't know. We'll see. Well, I'm going to help convert a lot of people into Pokemon fans today, I I suppose, if that's the case, because we're learning about Blastoise. Uh, Blastoise is uh, a water-type Pokemon introduced in Generation 1. It evolves from War Turtle starting at level 36 and is the final version of Squirtle. Final form of Squirtle. Not sure why I said version. Uh, War Turtle has been updated to 
uh, 1.0.2. They just added Blastoise. Uh, it can Mega Evolve into Mega Blastoise using Blastoise tonight. That's a word. Blastoise tonight. <laughs> it has a Gigantamax form that will appear in the Isle of Armor. Oh, I forgot about that. Very fun. Blastoise is the game mascot of the Japanese and international versions of Pokemon Blue, appearing on the backs the the backs art of both. Uh, it has Torrent and Rain Dish as its hidden ability, and Mega Launcher as Mega Blastoise. What does that do? Oh my God! Damage dealing moves are boosted by fifty percent. Oh, okay. Aura and Pulse moves. Very interesting. Oh, okay, so apparently apparently, Clauncher uh, has this ability, too. Very fun. Anyway, uh, Blastoise is 5'3", and is 1.6 meters tall. And Mega Blastoise is also 5'3", and 1.6 meters tall. I say and, or, I guess is the right way of saying that. It's not and. It's not 5'3", it's not and 1.6 meters tall. Uh, it is 188.5 pounds, or 85.5 kilograms, and it doesn't change in height, but it gets some mass. It's probably in that giant shell of his. Uh, it is because in Mega Blastoise, it is 222.9 pounds, or 101.1 kilograms. Only like a like a 40 percent, a 40 pound increase. But man, he he chonky. He got some chunk to him. Yeah, I mean he he grows he's he grows some mass apparently. Very nice. Uh, let's see, Blastoise. Uh, you know what is there to say about Blastoise? Blastoise, of course, the dude, the uh, the you know the the final starter, the final the final evolution of Squirtle. Uh, not my favorite. Venusaur is more. I'm more. I'm more. Um, I'm more partial to to the Bulbasaur line, but I do like. Mega Blastoise and Blastoise. I don't know why I said Mega. I, I said Mega Blastoise because I was looking at a picture of Mega Blastoise when I said Blastoise. So my brain automatically assigned him to Mega Evolve. Um, Blastoise. Let's see if there's any uh, trivia for Blastoise. Actually, no. We have to do Pokedex entries. I always forget. We got a lot. It's been there since the beginning. A brutal Pokemon with pressurized water jets on its shell. They are used for high-speed tackles. One, that's red and blue. Once it takes aim at its enemy, it blasts out water with even more force than a fire hose. It has spouts extending from the shell at the top. They spray water like cannons, hard enough to pierce concrete walls. Uh, that was from Yellow in Pokemon Stadium. From Gold, Silver, and Crystal, it deliberately makes itself heavy so it can withstand the recoil of the water jets it fires. He chonky. The rocket cannons on its shell, that's not in the actual description, by the way. Imagine if imagine if it was just He-Chonky. Generation 3, Ruby Sapphire, He-Chonky. Uh, the rocket cannons on its shell fire jets of water capable of punching holes through th- thick steel. I thought it was concrete, but I guess they upgraded him. It firmly plants its feet on the ground before shooting water from the jets at, it, at its back. It deliberately makes itself heavy. Oh, we already know about that one. Uh, Ruby Sapphire, it is not... He chonky. It is Blastoise has water spouts to protrude from its shell. The water spouts are very accurate. They can shoot bullets of water with enough accuracy to strike empty cans from a distance of over 160 feet. Man, rivals uh, Mega uh, Gigantamax and Teleon. Well, maybe not. Gigantamax and Teleon could see things for miles, if I remember correctly. I was gonna say 150 feet. 
uh, is not as big as I thought it was. Is that is that the is that the right is that right? Uh, let's see. Oh yeah, easily hit a berry that's rolling around over nine miles away. Okay, never mind. He does not have a Gigantamax Inteleon B. Maybe normal, maybe normal Inteleon, but certainly not Gigantamax Inteleon. Whatever, it doesn't matter. Um, let's see. It crushes its foe under its heavy body that causes fainting. That causes fainting. In a pinch, it will withdraw inside its shell. The pressurized water jets on this brutal Pokemon's shell are used for high-speed tackles. Uh, and it looks like they are the same. They are the same for the rest of the games. Pretty much. Um. Oh, there's some, uh, there's some Mega Blastoise ones. Uh, the cannon on its back is as powerful as a tank gun. Its tough legs and back enable it to withstand the recoil from firing the cannon. That's from Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee. Very, very fun. Let's see if it has a, uh, a mystery dungeon sort of spiel. This thick shell isn't just for show. Not good. My HP's down to half. I'm done for. My shell is cracking. Leveled up. I think my shell thickened. That's, you know, from, from like full HP to quarter HP to less than quarter of HP and then to level up. Very fun. <laughs> Very interesting. Anyway, um, let's move on to its shiny. You know, I've always actually kind of thought that um, Squirtle and... Uh, Squirtle, you know, the Squirtle lines shinies are pretty cool. I like their, I like their green shell. I think, I think if it was just, they were like a little bit different colored, like the little tint of purple that they get, I think it would be a lot worse. Uh, but I actually, I actually really like their shiny less so in the 3d games, which is, you know, to be expected, uh, from me, I suppose, or to be expected from the 3d games, I guess is a better way of putting it. But uh, in the 3D games, it has sort of a purplish hue with a, with a nice green shell. But in the older games, like in uh, Ruby Sapphire and Gold and Silver and even Diamond and Pearl. Wow, even up to black and white, it's like it's almost like a lavender. Whereas the one in uh, X and Y and onwards is sort of just like a like a purple. Like like a like it's a little bit of a darker purple, and it actually makes a big difference. It looks really nice in the two D sprites. I think really 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 nice. It really contrasts, especially in like the back sprite for Ruby Sapphire and Leaf Green. It really contrasts. It looks really good actually. Um, but the ones in the three D games are lackluster, of course. Uh, I'm going to give the two D ones in. A nine out of ten, and I'm gonna give the 3D ones a seven out of ten. It does make that much of a difference. I know it's probably surprising. I think that it makes that much of a difference. So an average of eight out of ten, uh, with a oh, uh, you know what? All right, I'm gonna do I'm gonna do eight and six instead of nine and seven. I think I'm being a little bit too uh, a little bit too lenient with these. I need to start rating them a little harsher. 
So yeah, I'm going to say 8 and 6. So an average of 7 instead of an average of 8, which is fine. I mean, don't get me wrong. An 8 is a good score for the 2D sprites. But the 3D sprites, man, they just don't do justice. I think a 6 is a good for the 3D sprites. It still looks cool, but, you know, it's whatever. Uh, some trivia. Blastoise shares its category with Kabuto and Kabutops. They are known as the shellfish Pokemon. Uh, Mega Blastoise is the only Mega Evolved form of a starter Pokemon that is not dual type. Oh, wow. Really? Oh, yeah, because Blast uh, Venusaur's poison, poison Grass Charizard is flying fire, and a Blastoise is just water. Actually, it's the only starter that doesn't have a, uh, that doesn't have a, a, a dual type, which is interesting. That's kind of sad. Poor Blastoise. Uh, let's see. Early concept art for a Pokemon called... Katabajo resembles Blastoise without its signature water cannons. This may be a combination of Carapace and Caravaggio. Early concept art. Let's look at this early co uh, early concept art of Caravaggio. That's not the right one. Uh, where is it? Um, let's see. Does it have a name? Or does it isn't on here? It doesn't have a name. It's I immediately forgot it. I'm looking on the page. Really? Hold on. Let me let me look it up. It was Ah, there it is. Okay, so it's just it's just a big turtle. <laughs> uh in this early depiction of a battle, Blastoise is shown without its signature water cannons. Originally, this picture was captioned Katabajo versus Mimi, which are not the names of any known Pokémon. It's it's it looks like Staryu. Interesting. I, I want to do I want to do a whole uh, episode on unused Pokemon. I think that would be really cool. Anyway, let's move on to Blastoise's Smogon page. Blastoise has an HP of seventy nine, an attack of eighty three, a defense of one hundred, a special defense of one hundred and five, a speed of seventy eight. And that's it. I don't know why I continued like I was going to say something. Uh, it is in the NU tier, and its abilities are Randish and Torrent. Uh, Mega Blastoise has Mega Launcher. It's its ability, as we learned before. And is in the RU, which is a little bit better. Uh, Mega Blastoise stats are HP is 79. Attack goes up a little bit by one by 20 to get to 103. Defense goes up by 20 get to 120. Special attack goes up by wow. It actually become it goes from like its second, like third worst stat to its best with a 135 special attack stat. Uh, special defense goes up by 10 to 115, and its speed stays the same at 78. Uh, so I want to go over uh, Blastoise normally, and then we'll go over a Mega Blastoise set. So uh, Blastoise is in never used. This is by Quizzle. Blastoise distinguishes itself as one of NU's most durable spinners, allowing its team to retain entry hazards on the opponent's side of, side of the field, even after removing hazards on its own side. Blastoise's access to Refresh allows it to switch in and mitigate toxic damage from Steelix and Sovali Steel without being worn down excessively itself. Its solid defensive stats and water typing allows it to serve as a check for fire types such as Houndoom as well as Mega Glalie and switch into Stealth Rock users such as Rhydon, Steelix, and Pyloswine. 
However, Blastoise's reliance on passive damage means that it's set, it is set up bait for sweepers such as Vivalon and Scrafty. Blastoise's lack of access to any recovery beyond leftovers and Z-Refresh means it is often easily easy to wear down through switching a Distealth Rock multiple times and taking enemy attacks. Uh, and is it a defensive set with Scald, Toxic, Rapid Spin, Refresh, Slash Ice Beam, uh, with either Leftovers or Normalium Z, uh, Torrent has its ability, a bold nature, and 252 HP, 60 defense, and 196 speed. Interesting. Uh, now let's get on to the more interesting things. This is from uh, of um, Sun and Moon, mostly because I don't think that... Oh, no. Blast oh, okay. Blastoise does have a... Uh, a set for sword and shield, but it's a little bit outdated, or it's a little. Oh, it's interesting. It's a it's a shell smash. Okay, we can go over this. It's just it's a it's a shell smash set. Uh, there's no description of it, but it's shell smash, liquidation, ice punch, and earthquake, with a white herb for a shell for shell smash. White herb, of course, uh, restores all lowered stats to zero when one is less than zero. Single use, of course, that's used in in conjunction with shell smash. To mitigate the negative, the uh, the negative stat drops. Torrent has its ability, adamant has its nature, and it seems like it's an attacking stat, attacking set, which is weird. Why did it change from like defensive and then immediately to to a uh, attack one? I guess it got it got buffed <laughs> somehow. Not really sure, but somehow it got buffed which is really interesting i know that mega blastoise isn't a thing but i mean it's it's better now it's a uu set uh 252 attack evs four defense evs and 252 speed evs that's interesting to me it got better even though i don't think anything changed about it maybe just the meta change you know what i mean all right anyway mega blastoise time um this is a this is a ru set a rarely used set Mega Blastoise. Oh, this is written by Cryo Gyro or Yiro, however you want to say it. Mega Blastoise is one of RU's best spinners, giving it an important important place on many offensive and balanced teams. Its high special attack and excellent Mega Launcher boosted coverage make it a pain for offensive teams to switch into. And between the switches, its prowess forces. And the passive walls that teams often use to check it, it finds many opportunities to spin. <laughs> That's such a cool line. It finds many opportunities to spin. Having Dark Pulse to keep ghost types from safely spin blocking and outspeeding common coverage weak stealth rock setters in Bronzong, Nidoqueen, and Rhyperior makes its job even easier. Its good natural bulk enables it to take at least one strong neutral hit to deal massive damage back. Or do one last spin. Mega Blastoise's greatest flaw is its complete lack of recovery. This issue, combined with its susceptibility, suspect, susceptibility to all forms of entry hazards and status, leads it to an, an inevitable getting worn down. Its average speed tier renders it easy to offensively pressure, especially since switching in to spin several times will put it in KO rage of many fast attackers. It faces a lot of competition from Don Farron as a spinner and from the likes of Golosopod, Araquanid, and Slowbro as a water type with a unique ability. Um, and this is Rapid Spin, Dark Pulse, Aura Sphere, Ice Beam with Blastoise Knight, Rain Dish, uh, Tivid Nature, 4 Defense EVs, 252 Special Attack EVs, and 252 spe uh, Speed EVs. I know it's a little bit outdated because... 
you know, Sword and Shield is the newest game, and uh, it can't Mega Evolve anymore, but I figured I may as well go over it. Sort of a blast from the past, if you could even call it that. Uh, you know, it seems good, so I want to talk about it. Simple as that. Uh, all right, that was Blastoise's time in the, in the spotlight. Uh, nothing else really to say much about Blastoise. You know, uh, it's one of the original starters. I got to give it props for that, but, uh, you know, it's Blastoise. It's sort of basic, uh, not nothing super interesting going on, but, you know, it's it's a classic. Anyway, uh, let's move on to the main topic of today. And, um, like I said, I don't want to talk about this super long because I am, one, not knowledgeable of this sort of thing. Uh, and also, two, I uh, don't really have that much content to really talk about when it comes to this thing. Uh, which is the coronavirus, of course, if you haven't guessed it already or read the title of the of the episode. Uh, but I just want to say, um, you know, uh, like like I said at the beginning of the episode, wash your hands. I hope everyone is safe. Please, uh, you know, stay away from people if you can help it. Stay away from public places if you can help it. I hope that everyone is having a safe time um, during this sort of uh, pandemic that we have going on right now. I know that sounds like a scary word, but it's, you know, it's happening and we're, we're doing our best to remedy as, you know, as much as we possibly can. And like I said, I hope that everyone is having a safe time. Uh, please try to wash your hands as much as possible. Stay away from people, blah, 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 that sort of stuff. Uh, you know, I am trying my hardest to stay clean, stay safe, stay, stay, uh, quarantined, I suppose. I know that's also a really scary word, uh, but we're dealing with it. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it's been affecting people, it's been affecting a lot of people and situations, Pokemon or not, uh, and I want to sort of also bring this into a Pokemon matter and talk about Pokemon Go, uh, because Pokemon Go, of course, is the pretty much only Pokemon thing right now, and one of the biggest, if you would, you know, if you, if you don't mind, um, things that that Pokemon has created and it allows you it, it has it has you going outside and being around other people and that of course is a recipe for disaster when paired with this very contagious virus that's going around um Pokemon has already been doing a lot of things to stop it they've canceled the championships they've canceled uh community day I do wish they would take take the extra step and not release the extended raid weekend that's going on right now, mind you, in the midst of all of this of this happening, uh, and it's going until Monday, March 23rd, and that's not good, I don't think, for a place that is sort of plagued by this very contagious virus, and I think that they should stop it. You know, like, they may as well keep it going, blah, 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 but, like, I think that stopping it would be the best case because people will... I mean, I know Cobalion isn't the most interesting Pokemon in the world, but there are a lot of people... Uh, who are really, really adamant about this game and might not have a chance to get Cobalion again, and I think it would be better if they just stopped it and did it another time, because this is not a good time to be celebrating going out and getting this steel-fighting Pokemon. Uh, you know, not that I don't think Cobalion's cool or anything like that, but I I think personally that they should, and I've seen other people on Twitter uh, sort of talking about this topic in the replies of the tweet for the extended raid weekend, uh, that they should probably stop it <laughs> because it's it's dangerous. It's very, very dangerous. Uh, yeah, I mean, so if you're an avid player of Pokemon Go, like I am, stay safe, please. Uh, like I said, 
you know, the stay safe sort of goes out to anyone, but especially people who are very adamant about Pokemon Go and are going to be going around places. I know uh, it sucks not able, not being able to really go outside that much or go in your car or anything like that. But like, you know, um, you know, don't take it from me. I'm not a professional. I'm not your mom. I'm not going to tell you to, you know, don't go out, play Pokemon Go, honey. You're going to contract Corona, uh, you know, but like, please do be careful. <laughs> uh, and I think I did want to just say that specifically because Pokemon Go is such a big thing. It's such a big part of this podcast. I know I talk about it quite a lot and I, I, I you know, I hype it up and stuff, but your, your, your health and safety is much more important than that. Uh, and I think that that is the most important thing that we should remember. I think personally that they should just like stop everything going on Pokemon Go right now. If they, if it is a big enough worldwide threat that it need then that need they need to cancel championships uh until may i think that they should stop everything from you know or you know stop stop everything that encourages people from going outside and play pokemon go they can keep the pokemon they can keep you know egg hatching and stuff they can keep stuff but like maybe no more raids maybe no more gym battles for the time being i don't know i know that would probably be hard to implement but i think that I don't know if that's overreacting or not. I feel like just to be safe, I don't think that's overreacting because it is a very contagious virus and people, you know, they're can't they canceled my entire university semester because of this because of this virus. And I think that Pokemon Go inherently is fueling that fire a little bit. And I think that maybe they should take some take some you know, accommodations to stop this. Uh, they have the power to, and I think that it's important that they do, or at least do something like that. That's all I really wanted to talk about for today. I know this episode is really short. Uh, like I said, I didn't have a lot planned. I really just wanted to talk about my feelings towards that. And like, you know, like I said, for the umpteenth millionth time, stay safe out there. This is a big thing going on. Uh, I know you're probably, I'm probably not the first person you you heard it from, but like, I will try my hardest to get the message out as best I can and, you know, remind people and stuff, you know, blah, blah, blah. Uh, I, it's, it's very, very important. And I think that, that I sort of, uh, have an obligation to talk about it and Pokemon Go, like I said, because it, it fuels the fire. It's such a community and outside based game i think that it, it it needs to be talked about or at least addressed uh by somebody and i think that you know i am the one to do it considering i just sit and talk about pokemon all day uh you know so don't don't think of this as like a threat don't don't i'm not like i said i'm not your mom i'm not a professional i am just getting my voice out there because i can uh getting my opinion out there getting my concerns out there and just reminding you of the risks and what they do because of Pokemon Go and stuff like that. Uh, but yeah, we are going to finish it off with our last segment of the day. Um, everyone's favorite segment where we talk about a random move every episode. Move Tutor. Um, number 200 is Outrage. Uh, in Japanese, it's called Imperial Rage. That is so much cooler than Outrage. Uh, it is a damage-dealing dragon-type move introduced in Generation 2. It is TM39 in Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee and TR24 in Pokemon Sword and Shield. In Generation 2, it was the signature move of the Dratini Evolution line. Dragon Rage is a dragon-type move. It is physical. It has a power of 120. 
a PP of 10, and accuracy of 100%. Um, in Generation 2, Outrage inflicts damage for 2 to 3 turns. It has a base power of 90 and 15 PP. PP is deducted only on the turn that Outrage is first called. When the, user is being when the user is using Outrage, it cannot use any other move. After Outrage is finished, the user becomes confused. If the Outrage duration is disrupted, such as full paralysis or hurting itself due to confusion, it will immediately end. The user will only become confused if Outrage is fully executed without its duration being disrupted. Sleep, freeze, partial trapping, and flinching will pause but not disrupt the duration of Outrage. This is Generation 2 Remendu remind you uh generation three a message is now display displayed when the user becomes confused due to fatigue uh in battles with multiple opponents the user selects itself and the target but hits an adjacent pokemon that is selected upon random wow really it hits an adjacent opponent that is selected at random upon each use of the move i guess it makes sense because you're just kind of outraging uh in generation four the outrage of pow base power of outrage has been increased to 120 and finally Generation 5 and onwards, Outrage's PP was reduced by 10, and is it is disrupted if it's not successful due to missing, sleeping, paralysis, freeze, flinching, a protecting target, or Wonder Guard immunity. If a disruption occurs on what would have been the final confusion-inducing turn of Outrage, I had to re-record that sentence for like four times. That is a hard sentence to say. The user will always become confused. Uh, outrage will be disrupted if used on a fairy type Pokemon, which are immune to it. So it's gone through a lot of changes. Uh, essentially, it used to not be um, not be disrupted by sleep, freeze, partial trapping, and flinching, but now it is. Uh, essentially, that's pretty much it. And its base power was increased to 120, and its PP was reduced reduced by five. Um, let's see some descriptions. An attack that lasts two to three turns. Afterwards, the attacker will become confused. Yeah, I mean, they're all the same. The user flash thrashes about for two to three turns and then becomes confused. The user rampages and attacks for two to three turns. However, it then becomes confused. That's pretty much it. That's the whole thing. Uh, let's see if we got any trivia about Outrage. The Japanese name of Outrage can be translated to mean Imperial Wrath or... The Wrath of One's Superior, and appears in the idiom, I'm not going to read that uh, sentence, it is in Japanese, which means to infuriate one's superior. The dragon, the move's dragon type is derived from the etymology Genkirin. It is, it, as it usually refers to a dragon scale, growing in the opposite direction, which will infuriate the dragon if touched. That's really interesting, actually. That's cool. Also, apparently, it's considered a variation of the mood pedal dance because it does like the same thing, and also thrash. It's considered a variation of thrash and pedal dance because they pretty much do the same thing. Oh, I guess I guess because uh, pedal dance was was made first, so it's you know, it's it's sort of a sort of a skin <laughs> of. Uh, of pedal dance. That's very in thrash, I guess. That's very interesting. Cool. All right. Uh, I suppose that is it for me for today. I know I didn't really talk about all that much. Um, I just wanted to sort of use this episode to 
disclose that information uh, and give my opinion and stuff. I know I already talked about this. Uh, you know, I, I, I sort of felt it as my obligation to talk about this. And like I said, it sort of worked out in my favor because I didn't really have a lot of time to prepare for this episode anyway. Uh, anyway, thank you all so much for listening. Uh, be sure to catch my streams, my YouTube videos. Uh, this podcast is also uploaded to YouTube uh, at my channel, Lilician, uh, if you're interested in watching it there. Uh, and also, I have a social media, uh, Lilician on Twitter, and also uh, Extreme Evocast has a Twitter page, twitter.com slash Extreme Evocast, where you can get updated on when the episode releases and any sort of delays or updates that may come to you there. Uh, anyway, thank you all so much for listening. Uh, I hope you have an amazing day. I'll see you in the next one. Bye!